Welcome to Well Since We're Here, the podcast where we explore a wide range of dilemmas, issues, problems, or situations, also known as dips. So sit back and open up your mind. Let's talk about it. Well, since we're here, baby, let's talk about it. 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 Shh. It's just me and you. We ain't got to tell the whole crew. Let's talk about it. Welcome to Well Since We're Here. I'm your host, Gucci. And on today's episode, we're doing a follow-up on the most previous episode of Unpacking the Labels, an honest look at toxic masculinity and identity in the LGBTQ plus community. And this episode I've been going back and forth with because it's a very touchy subject. Yet it needs to be said. Um, as most of us know, recently in the newspaper, Dwight Howard uh, was accused of being a member of the family, and that is quote unquote confirmed. And it's based off the discovery of the testimony of the current pending legal charges that he's facing. And approximately a week later, we have a mayor and a pastor who happens to preach and counsel against LGBTQ plus members, against abortion rights, against things that make us disparage in the minority community. And yet he's being praised online. Even after he killed himself, he's been praised because he's a hero. He was a noble person. And the question that I ask of you is when is enough enough? When do we start taking accountability and protection of the people in our communities? Enough is enough. When we can go missing, we can go and be robbed, murdered, and nothing is said about us. We're simply forgotten. But somebody commits crime against themselves, and they was a hero. Make that make sense. We have to be careful of who we put our faith and trust into, which brings me back to the episode about religion. And if you haven't heard that, make sure you check it out. It is it's just part of the reason why I practice spirituality instead of religion. But at what point do we say enough with the shenanigans? This is some bullshit. We sit up here and ridiculed, make fun of, harass even people that we feel are gay are bisexual, got a little sugar in their tank. Whatever term we use, we harass them until we can confirm. And then it's not enough. We still have to harass because now they admitted to it. So you know for a fact, enough is enough. We have to stop hiding behind all of these facades of we strong, we don't need nobody else because it literally takes a village. You know, part of LGBTQIA plus includes the people that are questioning. 
That includes the people that are not confirmed. That includes the people that are not seen and not heard. They're still there. It's bad enough that we face bullying and ridiculing and all types of shit that we go through in our lives. You know, I was gay, black, from the hood. I have no prospects and I still made it. But that's because I was determined. And we have to take accountability for ourselves. Instead of laughing at people, we take accountability and say, hey, brother, let me help you up. This is not how you do it. This is how we should do it. And the reaction that's really appalling to me is that nobody from our community said a word about what this pastor and mayor did. This man dressed up in drag, considered himself a black woman into black men. And when he was getting outed, he killed himself. Y'all, he killed himself. And instead of them ridiculing him, He's been held as a hero. He's a decent person. He don't deserve all the bullying and harassment, even in his death. But there was no advocacy for us when he was bullying us from the pulpit. There was no advocacy for us when they was writing legislation against us. Where was the guilt then? Where was the it doesn't make sense then? People are so cruel then because it didn't affect you. We have to stop waiting until things happen before we react. We have to become more proactive. The same way you pop those prep pills before sex, we need to stand up and stand out and say something before we lose another person. We have to stand up and say something and say, I don't know if that man is or not, but that's none of your concern unless you want to date them. We have to stand up and stand out and say, you know, if you really believe love is love, then I matter and who I love matters. And you don't have to understand it. You don't have to accept it, but you're going to respect it. And it's not a game and it's not funny that he's gay or he's outed because he's just like us before you was paranoid to hook up because you didn't want to be outed. And how you only looked for DL dudes because you didn't want to be outed. And how you had no profile pickup on Grinder because you didn't want to be outed. So take that into consideration when we laughing and mocking him because two similar incidents on two different spectrums in two different communities and two totally different outcomes. We're tarnishing our name of our brother dragging him through the mud because he was finally brave enough. Whether he was willing or not, he said his truth. And whether he confirmed to himself or us, we don't care, we don't know, that's his business. Like I said, I implore you, reach out to that man and say, I thank you for for saying what you said and not denying who you were. You just saved somebody else's son for unaliving themselves. You just saved somebody else's son 
for having to go hook up with somebody that he don't know how they look because they DL, they the street, they a thug, they got a wife, they got kids, and they ass don't never come back home. They end up missing. So, yeah, I'm a little upset today. It's funny how hindsight, you look at things and what usually be funny when it happened ain't funny no more. Or it wasn't funny when it happened, but now I can laugh about it. And it just goes to show how quickly things in this world can change. We all need to be a little bit more tolerant of one another. But on a side note. Y'all act like y'all ain't never had no bugger. Like, you know that sneaky link that you hope nobody never see you with? Shit. But anywho, back to the regularly scheduled program. So as we talking about this professional basketball player that's been confirmed or hinted at or alleged for many years that he's a member of the family, you know, we give uproar and harassment, bullying, online targeted post of hatred and things towards this man and the very opposite of them praising this man who not only allegedly but actually put pictures of other women with their full names and fictionalized stories of them not giving a damn about their livelihoods their families but yet the community his community is asking for forgiveness and for us to be more wholesome and loving. Ain't that a bitch? I mean, a real bitch. But moving on to other very fantastic topics, I really want to know from my listeners out there, why do you believe there's so much stigma, so much hatred for oneself till we consider trade or DL or discreet man a luxury? Like, we claim to be out, we claim to be proud, yet we love the fantasy of a mysterious man who we don't know where they live, where they stay, how they make their living, where they rest their head. What's the fantasy about? I want to be involved with somebody that I can look into their eyes and I can see how they deal with their family and how they deal with their friends and the way they communicate with me. Is it genuine? Is it out of their character? And if you can't look into a person in their they natural environment, you can't expect a realistic result. See, for me, chasing, quote-unquote, trade was not about turning somebody out. It was more that I was too chicken shit to live in my truth and be who the fuck I was. Me seeking out trade was using discretion so that the fantasy that I lived, that I thought it was inside of my own world, but people knew for me it was the thrill of being invisible, or so I thought. And when I think about the depths of things that people go through to hide who they really are, it's scary, it's frightening. So the whole idea of meeting a person that lives an alternative life on purpose is a little fucked up and weird. And I'm just being honest. The thrill of 
I don't know behind what's door one, behind what's door number one, for me is done. Because, baby, I paid too much motherfucking money for this face to be hiding behind closed doors, tinted windows, and parking lots. Like, fuck all that. Nigga, hit me in the daytime. Bright lights. We ready. We up. Fuck all that late night sneaky link ass shit. I'm grown. I remember when I was a shorty, right? Long, 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 very long time ago. Mind your fucking business. Don't worry about my age. But when I was a shorty, I remember getting on the app and, you know, meeting a guy, you know what I'm saying, that lives in a very nice neighborhood. I'm on it. You know, I'm young. Oh, I'm going to a mansion. I'm going to a mansion. So... I pull up and shit, you know, got on my little curve. Throwback to the 90s. Y'all motherfuckers that know, no curve was the shit. Don't don't even front. I had on my motherfucking curve, look green and um, brown bottle, look curve. School rope. Man, pull up, you know, open the door. Like, uh, fuck. Like, this nigga hard six, but I'm here now. Fuck it. That's where this came from. Well, since we here, fuck it. Might as well do it, right? So... You go upstairs, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's cool. This nigga got a little bread. Not, not, not no heavyweight, but whatever. So, you know, I'm up here checking the crib out and shit, and I'm noticing it's like female shit. <laughs> it's like, I didn't know at the time, I thought it was a wine opener, but it was like an allies curler. I told y'all I'm not that gay, <laughs> but... <laughs> I thought it was a wine opener. I'm like, who the fuck? This nigga Alki got alcohol bottles in the bathroom. Like, <laughs> the fuck? So, all I know is that I hear the door open. Who the fuck is this? All I hear is motherfucking dude name. She calling his ass, calling his ass. This motherfucker say, hey, quick, in the closet. I say, in the closet? Oh, I'm finna get the fuck up out of here. That's your problem. That's you know I'm young. I don't give a fuck about that life. I'm acting like Jonathan off a motherfucking bad boys, Houston boy. Fuck that. We up. <laughs> That's your bitch. I'll be her and your ass. I'm out. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to blow up his spot. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm DL, quote unquote, I'm thinking myself at this point. Anywho. So I'm in this motherfucker grabbing my shit, whatever, grabbing everything as fast as I can. We on like a third story. It's like dumble joints. So I'm in this motherfucker. <laughs> and dude is like giving me my shit. I'm trying to get dressed. She's coming up the stairs. He pushes me. I fall back and I feel a metal, like a gate or some shit. And it's cold as fuck. I'm naked, right? <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, you know what I'm saying? But I can't be quiet. I mean, I can't make no noise because shit, I'm in the closet. Bitch coming. I'm scared. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> so I'm in the closet and she's coming in. Where she's at? I know you fucking her. That bitch saw me when I live. And I'm like, oh, my God. So she leaves out the room. They, it's a big ass walk-in walk closet. Guy. I forgot to tell you, like, it's a big ass walk-in closet. Like maybe like a like a small ass bedroom, but it's a closet closet. They got a little bread. So long story short, I'm linked up against this metal gate 
and I'm butt naked and I'm bent over trying to put on my shoes quietly. The next fucking thing. I felt a tongue lick my. I was like, what the fuck, bro? I just remember putting my hand over my mouth like that little girl on Kill Bill. Whimpers. <laughs> Man. <laughs> The lady came back. She was like, what was that? The dog started like going crazy. Like he wanted to really like <laughs> get at me, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck that. So about five minutes passed. He finally get out of leave and shit, right? So that motherfucker opened the door and he thinking that it's still popping. Bitch, please. If you don't move the fuck out my way. I told that motherfucker, like, I'm good on you in this whole situation. And after tonight, you know what I'm saying? Please don't hit me up. And by the way, I'm now versed because your dog can really lick some. And your services are no longer needed. <laughs> but on some real shit, y'all. Like, yeah, that was like really the last time I fucked around with a DL dude because I've came to realize, first of all, a real DL dude is not finna be downloading a gay app. He ain't finna want his boys to know. He ain't want nobody. He finna cover all his steps. So the last thing a DL dude is doing is downloading the app. So buyers beware on that shit. And another thing that I know they ain't doing, unless you into funky nuts and musty butts, is motherfucking dushing and shit. So... That's another thing, you know what I'm saying, you got to be prepared for when you're dealing with a quote-unquote real trade or DL dude. So if that's what you into, shit, more power to you. It's not my thing, but I don't knock shit, but I ain't trying this particularly either. But again, I don't speak for the general population. I speak for myself, and I only can give you my point of view from this standpoint. And if you agree or disagree, you know, you can always feel free to comment subscribe and let us know what your thoughts are you know and we act accordingly um but moving forward you know i just want us to really think about the predicaments that we put ourselves in especially when we taking a risk of not knowing who this person actually is not knowing if they really are who they say they are in the sense of how they live their lifestyle and if they out to rob you, rape you, kidnap you, whatever, you know, we put ourselves in those predicaments. So, you know, be careful when you hooking up with men or whatever. Make sure you always tell a friend, you know, I still have adult family members. I, hey, bitch, I don't know. You know, front plate, back plate, you know, motherfucker. Snapshot, make sure you post this dinner date, bitch. Geotag, like, you know, shit out here real, you know. And um, speaking of people missing and shit like that or whatever. I was watching, you know, the Kendra G show. <laughs> and it's this particular guest on here that's claiming that a certain celebrity has taken her child. And, you know, a lot of people making fun of her and saying that, you know, she's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and things that are nature. And for me, I'm literally like intrigued. Like, you know, sometimes people can be legit fucked up and crazy, but sometimes they can make us really think 
that they fucked up and crazy. And that takes me back to, you know, sort off topic a little bit, but it takes me back to like Orlando Brown, how he be really spitting some real shit. And we think that he's fucked up in the head, but he's really not. And so after watching the movie, they clone Tyrone. I'm like, uh, it could be plausible, you know? And before we wrap up this week's episode, you know, I want to talk about my panties in a bunch. And this week, I hate to say it, but I have to. <sighs> Trevor Jackson. Why, bro? Why? Why would you remix Tyler's Water? Why? I just feel like there is so much new shit that we can be doing in 2023. I'm so sick of remixes. I'm so sick of collabs. Like, you know, let's be original. You know, you took the whole feeling, the whole vibe, and it's just not giving what it's supposed to give, like, at all or whatever. He's a beautiful singer. You know, the song sounds good, but it don't sound better than the original. It don't sound like it's inspired by the original. It's just like a complete copy, and I'm so that shit is so unoriginal. Please, let's do better in 2024. Like, let's get some new material out here. Let's get some new shit that's popping. Like, no more remixes, guys. Like, not, I don't want shit. No, no more Beyonce and anybody remixes. Nick in any... No. Give me some fresh popping collabs. Give me some fresh content. And on that note, I'm your host, Gucci. And I always remember to love yourself like no one else would. And I'm out this bitch. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and as always, we would like to thank our listeners for tuning in for new episodes each and every week. Please rate and review our podcast and download us wherever you receive your podcast. Be sure to follow or subscribe on our social media platforms under the handle, Well, Since We're Here, and make sure that you turn on notifications so that you stay current on all new episodes.